What if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you are truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we will explore topics from magic to practical step-by-step -step processes and everything in between. There's no place we won't go, nothing too ridiculous or weird, in the quest to live life as grand as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer are the embodiment of Opposites Attract. Collectively, they're the summation of Megan's big vision coupled with Suzanne's knack of her details. Partnered in love and in business for the last five years, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Welcome, everybody. I cannot believe that it is Wednesday already. <laughs> this is Love, Life, and All Things Weird. I'm your host, Suzanne. We have Megan in the green room. She'll be joining us just in a second. I'm super excited about this topic. Um, this month has been so crazy with Megan's Double Dog Dare Challenge that she's doing. She always has the craziest ideas. <laughs> so for the last 20 or since the beginning of the month, since May 1st, we've been doing this Double Dog Dare Challenge where we do a new action in business and with our bodies. And I have to tell you, I always, I thought I was very much all about variety um, and that I really did a lot of new things with my body and business as it was. And I'm learning that I really don't. <laughs> like, it's kind of been challenging to find new, uh, new things to do. And, um, and then I really, recognizing how much my comparison comes in because there's all of these um, crazy people in the challenge that are doing all this fun, awesome stuff. So if you haven't um, signed up for all of the fun, um, please come and join us. It's, there's still time to be part of the Double Dog Dare Challenge. You could do it for, I think we have like less than two weeks, so maybe 11 days left. So there's so many, um, so many things that we could still that you could still jump in and play with us about. And um, there's links about where how to sign up for the Double Dog Dare Challenge. And if you just go on Megan's Facebook page, um, then you can find it there. But um, I would say the one thing that it's been teaching me that has been surprising is that I really don't um, – I, I, I really – I'm not comfortable with um, space and time and like just being and not actually taking big action. So that's been the interesting thing for me in this challenge is I've gotten really quiet. I've actually like yesterday I spent like two hours doing nothing. You guys, that is the strangest experience for me. Like... <laughs> Like, uh, uh, you know, the old me would say I was totally wasting time. But it was such an interesting new experience to not track, to not have to feel productive, um, to just have like an afternoon where I didn't have clients and to just um, be like do nothing. So um, it it was great and it's taking me up. It's it's pushing me up against all of my stuff. And babe, like you could probably attest to that, that it's been a very 
I've been kind of in my stuff a lot since the beginning of May. A little bit. <laughs> Just a little. Not, you would hardly notice it. <laughs> it's been so good, though, because I feel so different, and I feel so, like, on my edge of who I am and what I've identified myself as um, and what I would say is showing up for me. Thanks, Kay Dizzle, for the um, question in the chat room. What's been showing up for me is um, more and more, like, releasing more and more judgments of myself and, like, what's another layer that's underneath that I didn't even realize was there. And so that's been what's showing up for me and an opportunity to really clear out some deep kind of sludgy stuff that's been in, you know, like in my foundation of my identity. It's been really incredible. It's been very intense. Um, and I really, you know, want to give a shout out to my lovely lady, Megan, who has, I'm going to cry, has so much allowance for me and so much patience for me in this process like she it is challenging to be with me in these moments and i am super grateful for you babe to um to show up so big for me and to be there right with me and um and to love me just to love me no matter what so i didn't know i was going to cry today but <laughs> there you go Mm, thank you, sweetie. Thank you. Well, and I know, I mean, I'm, <laughs> you're so freaking brave. I come up with these harebrained ideas, you know, that like just explode our world all the time. And you're like, sure, I'm in. <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes you're cautious or sometimes you're like, mm, I'm not doing that one. But like you jumped in with your whole self. And I think, you know, something that's, um, well, before I say that, I just want to say how much I appreciate your, for me, the value is in your willingness and to have a partner who's just so willing to grow and to expand and to be uncomfortable and to stay in this game is uh, it's such a gift, honey. And I know that it isn't always easy when we, like, oh, let's change some shit up, you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> and you know parts are flying all over the place um but it's like it it really is the juice of life is change and growth and um and i think that something to be you know something to kind of keep in mind for everybody that's in the double dog dare is that your double dog dare can be so 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 different like for me i feel like it was time for me to lean into action and that's not that's not Suzanne's edge like she's so like action jackson you know but for her to be still to be quiet to go within to give herself time off that's what she doesn't do and that's what her business has been asking her to do is like mm -hmm. quit being such a control freak slow your ass down and let me mm -hmm. let me support you you know and for me my business has been like um hello Hello, <laughs> you know, and and my <laughs> and my body too, and it's it's such like when when it's when you take new action, it will always create change. It will always create change. It will always create awareness, 
And, and it will you never don't look know. like what you think it's going to. No, no. You know, I feel like, you know, in the challenge, there, there's been so much sharing of, of the body stretches, right? Because that's uh-huh. something that's kind of, oh, like I'm going to go take a new class or whatever. It, 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 but like the one that's been kind of tricky is the business one. It's like, what does new action in business look like? And that's the one that surprised me. Because, like, when I've asked my business, like, hey, what do you want? It's like, I want you to write me a letter. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, like, it, it's been this really um, interesting edge to kind of, like, tune in and, and start, like, connecting in with the energy of my business. Um, so it's wherever you are in the challenge, it's all good. But the biggest thing that you really want, to get from this show, whether you're in the challenge or not, is if that you want change in your life, you have to take new action. You may not know what those new actions are. Those new actions might not be rah, rah, rah. Those new actions might be like unplugging and mm-hmm. <laughs> slowing down mm-hmm. and being um, tender with yourself or whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I'm super excited that we're talking today about more about how do you listen to your body and how do you listen to your business? Because I think, especially in the consciousness world, um, there's so much talk, especially, I, you know, I mean, I, I, um, my history is that I was a personal trainer and a health coach um, for about 10 years. So I've been talking about listening to your body for a long, long time, way before it ever got super um, cool, you know, and super like buzzy, which you know, which is great because it's like I love it that, you know, everybody is now tuning into the consciousness of their body. Well, maybe not everybody, but a lot more people, right? Um, but, like, talking to your business has been a new thing that I've only been doing for about a year now. And I still feel like I'm such a beginner with being able to actually tune into the energies of my body and my business and to see what's actually being asked of me by them. And so I love that we're talking about this because I think, especially for those of you who this is a very brand new concept, it's just kind of like, huh? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like, what do you even, what? What? Like, how do you even start that process? And so, babe, maybe you can do some setup as far as, like, that, uh, you know, what you were going to do um, at the beginning about, you know, that everything has consciousness. Like, um, do your piece around that because I think you speak so eloquently about that. <laughs> well, in order, because we were, this is the conversation we were having before we went live, guys, is like, you know, Suzanne's saying to me, like, how. How do we teach people? How do we teach ourselves? Because, you know, something that we talked about is I I have a difficult time connecting in with my body, and she has a difficult time connecting in with her business as a consciousness. And I said the first thing you got to realize is that everything is consciousness, everything, and that every molecule has consciousness, Every molecule has intelligence. There's not one molecule here that does not have life in it of some sort. And so when you get that, then you really get that, you know, you're, you could talk to your chair. And we've, and actually, Suzanne, you've had an experience of asking, um, of feeling the consciousness of the table you were lying on. It was in an ESB session, I think, in Vancouver uh-huh. with, with Anthony. Um, it, it's amazing once you realize that you're conscious, 
and you can connect in with the consciousness that is in the universe and every molecule has consciousness. So, you know, your business is an entity. You know, we even call it an entity, right? Your body is this organization of molecules. The difference between, you know, the consciousness of you and your body is simply in the organization of the molecules, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, the molecules of your brain are the exact same molecules as in your knee. They're just organized differently. And mm-hmm. that creates a different um, type of consciousness, a different type of intelligence. And so when we're asking you to, say, talk to your body or talk to your business, we're asking you to talk to the intelligence of the molecules of mm-hmm. <laughs> of these aspects. I mean, we, I mean... There are, I mean, you know this, hon, is that our house is such a contribution to us. I mean, our, um, your sister who does our house whispering, she talks to our house and she asks mm-hmm. our house what it wants and what, what it desires and all of that. I mean, there's nothing that we couldn't commune with. That When we talk about communion, that's what we're talking about, is that all my molecules are talking to the, all the molecules of all of the universe and beyond. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, for some, again, for some of you, this seems really weird. But, you know, in our society, in our culture, it's actually really prevalent, like talking to plants, right? Like there's all this science about talking to plants now. There's all this science about talking to your water and bringing consciousness to your water. How many people have named their cars and give their cars a personality? Because guess what? Your cars do have a personality. So, hello, like we, it's in our society um, and it's just coming out more and more. Like in Vancouver, I had an experience with the wallpaper <laughs> also. Like the wallpaper oh, yeah. was talking to me. It, it, I, was, I was very much in an expanded place. Well, I was very much in, you know, communion with, my, with everything. But the, but the wallpaper was so excited to be on the walls and to contribute to the beauty of the room and to contribute and actually absorb the energy of what was happening in the room. And that was my awareness that just came through like in a, in a, like almost an ex, kind of a light bulb kind of feeling through my body of like, oh my gosh, the wallpaper is contributing to me right now. It, you know, it was amazing. So, um, so how, how much awareness are you cutting off so that you don't commune and so that you don't connect in with your environment um, with your desk that you're sitting at, with the chair you're sitting on, with your car, with your body, with your business. We're talking about your body and business today, but how how much more expansive could you be and how much more in communion and how much more awareness could you have around this if you, um, you know, basically let go of your points of view about, you know, the solidness of of what, you know, what you see with your eyes. So, yeah, so um, kind of back to your body and business. So the first step is, like Megan said, is to really realize that there's a consciousness in everything and that there, if you are in allowance and opening up to that, then um, then there's so much more possible. And then when Megan and I were talking this morning, we realized that this kind of a second 
um, the second point in this process is that we really create barriers, so many barriers to our body and business through our points of view, through our judgment, through our conclusions, through what what was true about our body last year or five years ago, what was true in our business, you know, six months ago is what we should be doing now. And so we create a lot of judgments and a lot of solidness, again, just in our points of view and beliefs around our body and business. And those are, those are, when I tune into those energetically, at least for me, it's like a huge wall. It is like a barrier, like a very solid barrier. So if you're trying to create, if you're trying to tune into the, 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 your body and your business and you're trying to get through a wall, a, that kind of huge barrier, how well is that going to go for you? It doesn't go well. It doesn't. It doesn't go well at all, right, babe? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I lo- I want to back. I mean, you're on a roll, and I totally love it. But there was something you said about five minutes ago that was like bing, really bing, bing, five bing, minutes <laughs> about that. <laughs> it was like bing, 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 bing. Yeah. Which was how much awareness do you have to cut off? Mm-hmm. to actually not be in communion and not be in awareness of all of the dancing particles that are around us, that are us, that are infused in us. It's like we think it's weird to talk to wallpaper, but actually I think it's weird to be cut off from all of that. Mm-hmm. And like what do we have to do? What are the points of view that keep you cut off from the consciousness of everything that could be supporting your life and living right now. Mm-hmm. Everything that is times a gazillion can we uncreate destroy it, please. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts and beyond. And what decisions, judgments, conclusions, and computations do you have that keep barriers and separation between you and the consciousness of your business, the consciousness of your body, the consciousness of the universe? Everything that is, times a gazillion, can we uncreate and destroy it? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. So people, like, something that um, we were talking about was, it's like, yeah, people are like, well, I don't know, what do you mean talk to your business? What do you mean ask your body what it wants to eat? I mean, the thing about it is, is that the problem is, is that we have so many points of view. Think about how many points of view we have about food in this reality. Think about the thousands and billions. Think about all the thousands of billions of points of view we have about movement, about exercise, about what you're supposed to do. Think about all the points of view we have about business. Like when I first started doing my Joy of Business um, training with Simone Millicis, I was astounded at how many business points of view I had. I'm like, oh, no wonder I never read my business as a business because I just – like it meant old boys club and it meant working all the time and it meant all kinds of stuff. I didn't even know. So it's like if you can think about it, if if somebody came to talk to you and you knew that they were just judging the holy crap out of you and were coming to that conversation in order to fix you, how available would you be for communion? Mm. Not so, so when much. We, not so much. So when we come to our bodies with all those judgments, to ask, say, mm-hmm. hey, body, what would be fun for you? Or what would you like to eat today, body? It's like the, you cannot get into communion with your body from that place. 
or from your business. It's like, okay, well, shit, you know, like I was in the red last month, blah, blah, blah. I got to fix this, this money flow problem, right? It's like <laughs> your business is like, um, hey, <laughs> you know, because sometimes um, there's actually nothing wrong. Our body's in the middle of change. Do you know that when you have a broken bone in your body, that as it begins to fuse, the pain will get excruciating? Mm-hmm. And does that mean something wrong is happening? No. The body is is healing itself. What if instead of like taking a, an extra pain pill, you ask your body what you could do to support it in that healing process instead of calling that pain a wrongness? Because in this, we think anything that isn't matching our pictures is a wrongness. And therefore, we actually can't see what's going on. You know, if you mm-hmm. took a picture of a woman in labor, you know, <laughs> you would think there was some, and you didn't know there was a baby coming, <laughs> you would think that there were some problems that needed to be fixed right away. <laughs> Stop! Alert! Alert! <laughs> She's dying. darling darling i love that you're now on the soapbox and we got to go to break so um yeah Yeah. you're listening to love life and all things weird and we'll be back for some more soapboxing in a minute most people live in the land of either or it's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or a successful career. Where we can have either lots of time and no money or lots of money and no time to spend it. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life. Together, they are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true synergistic power. Finding yourself roadside in either or? Megan and Suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three-letter word. And. Simple? Yes. Effective? Absolutely. Welcome to the land of and. Listen to Love, Life, and All Things Weird every Wednesday at 12 p.m. noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life?
This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to suzannepstalker at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome, welcome back, everybody, to Love Life and All Things Weird. Um, on break, Megan, Megan got a new headset that's not um, connected, right? Like, so she can, she ran into the other, into where I am, and was like dancing her booty, <laughs> wireless. Yeah, she had a new wireless headset. I think that's why you had to break your other headset is so you could get a wireless one, so you could have way more freedom. <laughs> yes, in fact, for most of the first part, as soon as I got connected in, I was standing and moving all around and hopping up on our um, round chair in here, and like I've just been playing the whole time. <laughs> She's got a moving talk. It makes, it makes me so happy to be free. Like it's so funny because like when I'm doing like speaking events and stuff, and I and I get into the space and there's like a pulpit where, like, you're supposed to stand behind and be still, I'm like, uh, no, that's not going to work. I can't talk. I tell them. I'm like, I cannot talk to your people if you sit me still. And so, yeah, so I think the shows are going to get a little bit more lively because uh-huh. I can move my body. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> yeah, and I love it. I love what's happening in the chat room because um, was it Keisha that said that about um, – what, what, who was it about you moving or about, mm-hmm. you know, what movement creates or dancing or what something like that? What could dance contribute to our business? What could dancing contribute to our business? Yeah, right? Like if we were dancing on the regular while we were talking about our business ideas. Can you even imagine, like, if there was a company you could work for where in the boardroom or in the, like, the office meetings that people were actually dancing through it or moving through it? <laughs> How fun totally would that be? Awesome. Totally. Jesus <laughs> says, "Welcome to Romper Room Radio." <laughs> yes, yes, I that's it. it. One love of my it. dreams has love come it. true. So yes. I wanted to, I wanted to say something to that because I've got this huge awareness. Like the thing, the other thing that's happening for me in this twenty-one day challenge is, as you do new things, you open up new awareness, and all these. Like getting these downloads and these ideas, like for marketing and for my business, and these idea, these awareness about myself and and some things. And so, um, there uh, on my Facebook side, I I took a picture of the front of this book. It's by Seth Godin. It's called Poke the Box, and the little red button says, "When is the last time you did something for the first time?" And there's just such power in that. And I was reading this little piece. Um, uh, he defines anxiety as experiencing failure in advance. Okay, so this is like a little bit of a setup. Um, and that those who fear risk also begin to fear movement of any kind. The fearful try to avoid collisions so they avoid movement. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I want to talk about this, right? And this is something that I, I just, this whole download came because I was thinking about how like 
what I when I tried to learn how to ski and how that didn't go so good because I was an adult and I had had like injured myself so much and I had that fear of injury, that fear of failure coming down the mountain. So I was trying to stop myself the whole time. And there's these little four year olds going zoom 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 because they hadn't they hadn't failed yet in their body and they didn't have a fear of failure. So their bodies just did what they naturally did. And I noticed this in an ice blocking event on Saturday, like Lynn and Nat and, and Kay and they were just like they were just like going down that mountain like crazy and I was just like I just noticed myself trying to stop my movement right, so that I could control it, so I could be safe, but it was actually making me fall more than them <laughs> in the end, and so, like, it was, it took me a, probably 10 times, maybe more, before I was able to go all the way down the mountain without stopping myself, and I was like, oh my gosh, where have I been doing that in business, and I noticed that, that when you stop your movement physically, you'll stop creation. You'll stop business. If you if you start pulling back in your business and being afraid and stopping taking action in your business, you'll slow down your physical movement. And that's something that I'm like, I don't know what it's all about yet, but this movement with body and business is so connected. And it's mm. like, and that what if we could move in our business, move our businesses forward, move our bodies forward with no fear of failure. What if we didn't make failure so significant? What if mm-hmm. we could just perform experiments? And that's really the the beauty of the 21-day challenge is just an experiment of like, mm-hmm. hey, what will happen if we, if we create new movement every day? And what I've been become aware of is how much I haven't been moving. Like mm-hmm. and and how much we get we get in routines as we get older too, right? It's like last night is funny because we hadn't worked out yet, and Suzanne's like, "Are we still gonna work out?" And she does it like, if she it's like you don't normally work out past noon, let alone at nine thirty, ten o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. And um, I decided to like, be no, but hold on, hold on, but, hold on, because I want okay. credit because you said. Do you still want to work out at 9:30? You realize it's 9:30 or 10 p.m. And I was like, uh-huh. "Yeah, I do, I do," which is crazy, you people out there. So I just want to pause this for a moment and be like, "Look at the craziness that's happening in Suzanne's world. She is working huh? out. She is saying yes to a workout at 10 p.m." When Megan asked her, it wasn't even Megan's idea, it was mine. But her idea was an awesome one. So now you can continue on with your story. Okay. <laughs> so what I did, cause the, so the night before, I had asked her, I said, I haven't done my new movement. And Suzanne has been a physical trainer. And because I, I know she has all kinds of torture devices that she can put our bodies through. And I was like, okay, like, I want to do something with my body I've never done before. So she created these funky, like, sit-ups where we're doing them together. and But it was like, a little bit painful so I'm like I'm I'm leading the workout tonight so what I did is I ran and I tagged her and I go tag her and I start running I ended up getting myself in a corner I didn't even have shoes on and she goes flying outside and so we were running around outside at 10 o'clock last night playing tag and it kind of turned into this hide and go seek because I actually couldn't keep up with her big surprise and so I'm like okay I'm gonna have to get smart I'm gonna have to like sneak up on her so we're like Suzanne and Megan 10 o'clock at night Salt Lake City we're like playing commando all through the city and like I don't know when I've had a workout like that I came back and fell on our massage table 
panting with sweat dripping, and I hardly ever sweat, and I was like, oh, my God. But I wasn't thinking, oh, I'm working out. I was just having fun, and I was like, when did I stop playing games? When did I stop that kind of movement? When did my entertainment become like, you know, concerts, movies, and and dinner? Like, and that's it, right? And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my gosh. And so, like, every day I'm getting so much more aware, so much more conscious, and having so much more fun moving in my world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It has been super fun. And Madeline, who is my youngest, you know, I mean, she. there's a lot of weird stuff that happens in our household, you know, like weird healing sessions and people coming in and out, clients and like all this stuff, right? But last night she comes upstairs and she's like, what is happening? And we're like, we're playing tag. <laughs> she just rolls her eyes. I don't even think she said one word and walked back downstairs, right? So it's like she's only 15 and she's already solidified into you don't play tag, right? Like, you know, mm-hmm. that, that's so a like kid. a little, yeah, that's for little kids. And so how many points of view do we all have about our, about what's uh, appropriate, you know, like what is adult um, for both our bodies and our business? Right, like that's what I love so much about you, Megan. Is you do you do your business, like from your from being a little kid, um, like from your five year old, like ooh, this is fun. Ooh, this is creative. Ooh, what if I try this? Ooh, I wonder if this will work. Right, and it's so much a part of your magic sauce because that is who your essence is. That is who you are. So regardless of all of the workshops and all of the trainings and all of the stuff that told you to grow up and, you know, told you to be this, you know, very authoritative, serious person in your business, there was, you could not actually, like, shut down the pieces of you that were just, like, curious and fun because it was so much part of you. And now, thank goodness, you're allowing that out more and more and more and letting go of those points of view about, you know, what it has to look like as a business owner. So I love that. I love that you inspire other people to play and and play with their bodies, play with their business, just play. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keisha said, what if we did business from being a kid? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely, because the kid's not afraid to experiment. The kid's not afraid to try new things. I mean, the whole point of the Seth Godin book is like, like the, the because the only thing that's constant right now is change, and that businesses and structures and technology is changing entire businesses every day. the The only way to really be successful is to do new things a lot, to mm-hmm. change a lot, to experiment a lot, because most people won't what he calls ship, right? They won't let themselves experiment to see, like, to bring that product all the way out. They won't, they, they like, pre-edit it as wrong or won't work or um, I'll get judged or whatever instead of, like, you know, when a kid is building a 40s, none of that's going on. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, yeah. No. Well, and it, no. it is, again, a, about, like, little kids. They don't They don't even know the word failure. They don't really... You know, like a kid starting to walk falls down a million times, fails a million times, you know, like smacks his head and, you know, gets bruises all over and falls downstairs and all kinds of crazy things, you know, that as an adult, we do so much to avoid. Like how much are you avoiding, um, 
you know, new exploration with your body because you're afraid of being hurt, because you're afraid of hurting your body. That's not what a one-year-old or two-year-old or three-year-old or four-year-old does, you know, and some, maybe not even a five or a seven-year-old. I remember, you know, doing crazy things on the playground just because I wanted to know if I could. You know, if we could have that kind of attitude with our bodies, but also with our business, like, so what if you create this awesome, um, you know, workshop and nobody comes? Okay, cool. It didn't connect. So what? You know, like I, we make it so significant, you know, that, oh, shoot, nobody signed up. Nobody paid for that. Nobody came, um, you know, trying out new marketing strategies and they didn't work. And we're like, oh, you know, I'm a failure. Oh, this, I suck. Oh, maybe I shouldn't be in business. All of our decisions and judgments and conclusions about all of that. Can we just uncreate the story of that, babe? Yes. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, online, shorts, boys and beyond. So here's a, here's a little extra tip or trick. When I was doing my life skills classes, my community classes that I ran for 15 years, um, there were so many weeks where there was one person, two people, three people. I, I, I don't know if there was ever zero, right? But I freaking love teaching so much, and I love playing with principles, and I love seeing people's faces light up, and I love like experimenting with what actually creates change. And I loved it so much that I didn't stop it. If you're doing something to get a result, like if I teach this class, then I will get this many clients, you will not let yourself experiment because the result didn't happen. But with, mm -hmm. I think what was really beautiful about my life skills experiment is, is that it wasn't about that. It was about me playing in the field of transformation. And I loved it so much. And I didn't, I mean, I never charged for that class. It was always on like a donation or appreciation. And I got so much, I still getting business from that class. And when I retired that class, um, like six years ago, it's actually six years ago, I think today, interestingly enough, um, mm -hmm. that um, when I retired it, I was getting 50 to 70 people in every class every week. And it was, uh, my workshops were filled, my programs were filled, and I still get business from that. And if I would have taken that one thing and gone, oh, that didn't work, right, I wouldn't be here right now. I think some people take look at people who have successful businesses and go and they and they go to launch it and they expect that level of success instantly like they were comparing or whatever and and I I'm guilty of that too like I've never really this is my first year really starting to play online and and look at creating an online presence and I'm comparing myself to people who've been doing it for 10 years you know, mm -hmm. and going, what, what's the matter with me? Corey Michelle has 10,000 people on her page. You know, like, <laughs> and it's like, you know, I, I love what you said to me the other night about, like, who are we to compare? Like, we have, like, hundreds and thousands of lifetimes of different circumstances and different things we've been going through. And, like, so, so it's like whatever it is that you want to create in this world, Whatever it is, however you want to play with your body and however you want it to be, it has to come from that experiment place. It has to come from this is the, what would be fun for me, what would be fun to do in business because that will create the energy of experiment where you can kind of get out of your attachment to results and just play until you hit that thing that kind of clicks or that many things that kind of click and then you just keep following that energy. 
Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, and I I really want to address Lynn's question in the chat room. Um, what she said is there is a force that sometimes feels like it stops me from getting out and doing something different, but I don't know how it's different from an internal warning of it not being an ideal path. How do I actually see when it's judgments and conclusions that stop me from free flow and not an intuitive no? And so I would love to go on break now and when we come Woo! back, actually um, answer or, you know, talk about this question because it's an awesome question. So thank you, Lynn, and we'll be back. Yeah, we're just going to teach you. Most people live in the land of either or. It's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or a successful career, where we can have either lots of time and no money or lots of money and no time to spend it. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life. Together, they are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true synergistic power. Finding yourself roadside in either or? Megan and Suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three-letter word. And... Simple? Yes. Effective? Absolutely. Welcome to the land of and. Listen to Love, Life, and All Things Weird every Wednesday at 12 p.m. noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to suzannepstoffer at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Love Life and All Things Weird. I am the hostess with the mostest today because I brought us in 
I've brought us in every single time. I welcomed us all to the show, and I'm finishing it off strong. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you are. Booyah. <laughs> You're cute, baby. I love you. <laughs> so we had this awesome question about how do you know the difference between when your body's saying no or your business is saying, hey, that's not the direction I want to go in, and um, judgment and conclusion that you're just, you know, the points of view that stop us from really creating and living. And at the end of the day, the one thing I do want to say is that choice creates awareness. We're not always going to know before we make a choice whether that's actually going to create greater or not. I mean, there's definitely, we're going to talk about how to really be able to tune in and to be able to read that, you know, as best as you can for yourself. But there, there's no choice that doesn't create awareness, so there's no choice that actually won't create greater if you're willing to get the awareness from it. So mm-hmm. you can't lose. Whether you go mm-hmm. out to play and it's like, oh, like I hit my head on a rock, maybe my body was telling me no, you know, and it's like, cool, that was awareness. You just mm-hmm. got it a different way. And when we, um, the when it's, when it's an intuitive, when it's your being, your body saying, yeah, no, that I don't think that's going to create greater for me. It will be light. When we're in judgment, when we're in conclusion, we're in definition or point of view, it will be, there will be a heaviness to it. It will be like, a, I don't want out. <laughs> it will have a weight to it, whereas your no will have a lightness to it. And there won't mm-hmm. be, also, if you're resisting and reacting, agreeing and aligning, it will kind of confuse your light heavy. So if it's like, yeah, I should do that, I'm supposed to do that, and you're like in that agreement of that's the right thing to do, or you're resisting that it's the wrong thing to do, it's going to actually get in the way of you actually feeling whether that's really light and true for you or heavy and not true for you. Yeah, and what I would say to Lynn is that, you know, to clear first, you know, like clear all your projections, expectations, judgments, rejections, conclusions, decisions, judgments, you know, about what you're trying to get, you know, awareness around, like clear first and continue to clear. And then it's after the clearing piece that it's like, oh, is there new space? Is there new awareness? Like uh, for me, it's hard for me not to go into my head, you know, for me to not go into like this comparison of like, oh, well, here's the pros and cons of this, and here's the pros and cons of that, you know, especially in business, right? So um, that actually takes you away from your own intuition and your own awareness. What I find is when I first have that idea or that, that first thing comes in, what was my energy about that? What was my feeling in my body about that? And then following that, And then checking in and clearing as I go all of my judgments and conclusions, right? And seeing, does it continue to stay light? Is there a way to create lightness out of this? And if it ends up just getting super heavy over time, then it's about, okay, well, I've cleared all my judgments about this. It's still heavy. I'm going to choose something different now and see what opens up in my world then. So for me, it's a a process over time that really starts with like really, um, you know, tuning into my feelings and my energy initially, you know, because things will pop for me um, and feel really exciting and light 
And then all the logistics come in my head, and then it feels heavier, overwhelming. And so I have to clear all of my stuff around it to get back to the lightness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and again, no matter what, you're going to get awareness. So I would always sort of favor action over non-action. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just because no matter what, you'll get awareness. And that is one of the ways that we learn to trust our awareness and we learn to go, oh, yeah, I kind of knew that wasn't the direction, right? Um, that's how we start to learn how to trust ourselves. And my, um, my, one of my coaches, Steve Chandler, says, you know, he talks about testing versus trusting. When we were little, we didn't, oh, gosh, I really, yes, I trust my body to climb that tree. No, mm-hmm. we climbed the freaking tree. Or, hmm, I don't know if I can trust myself to swim or not. No, we jumped in the pool. <laughs> we tested it. And, like, we've mm-hmm. gotten away from testing. We've made this, we've made trusting so important. Well, I have to trust that this will work. Equals, I have to trust that I'm a freaking control freak and that everything's going to turn out exactly how I think it's supposed to so that my life can be perfect. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> instead mm-hmm. of testing. Is testing is where the real juice is and where the awareness is. So lean in favor of that if if there's a question after you do that query. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and w- Megan created this um, document a little while ago about questions to ask your business um, specifically, like big questions and daily questions, and and I love it. And um, some of those questions are, you know with your business, you know, the daily questions are, hey, business, whatever your business name is, what would you like to contribute to me today? What do I need to be for you today? Um, What actions do you require? What would you like me to talk to? Or who would you like me to talk to today? Right? So it's like actually like um, being in that question on a daily basis, I think we make this decision with our business you know, of like, oh, I'm going to do this program or I'm going to go this direction, and then we actually don't even check in again, you know. So it's it's an ongoing question, and it's practice, 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 practice that really supports you in tuning in to the energies. Mm-hmm. Do you want to play the game we were going to play real quick, hun? Yeah, I like where I just probably one of us because we're down to the last five minutes, my love. Okay, well, let's start and see what happens. Okay, cool. Okay, I'm going to do you. Okay. Okay, good. So when you want to call, so if you want to talk to your business, what you want to do is you want to ask for the consciousness and the energy of the business to reveal itself to you, and you want to pot and pocket anything that's in your way of perceiving that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Suzanne, will you ask your business to come forward in a way that you can hear it, in a way that you can receive it. Yes, and it's interesting because I'm just barely, just now getting the awareness that my business wants a different name. (laughs) Beautiful, right? And it really is, yeah, like it's so funny because you're like, I I have a hard time connecting with my business. I don't even, I say four words and you're like, well, my business wants this. So I think you've I think you've had a story, love. Uh, I think so. All of my points right, of view about how it's so hard to tune into my business. Can I uncreate the story, that please? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
So again, that was a point of view that was keeping you from connecting in with your business. Your business is right there willing to communicate with you. Mm-hmm. Cool. Right? That's true. The That's other true. thing that I want to add is, and this is where you know a coach or a facilitation comes in handy, is that a coach intensifies the awareness factor because you've got a witness and it intenses your ability to become aware of things you haven't been aware of before. So sometimes, you know, talking to somebody like Suzanne or I and, and like getting connected in with these energies and learning how through facilitation can sometimes be helpful. Yeah, so, so reach out. Reach out, people. This is your invitation to reach out and see what we have to offer you. We're mm-hmm. inviting you to work with us. For those of you who need an invite. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, um, okay, cool. So you feel your business. Your business wants a new name. Is your business ready to, is your business giving you awareness of what that name is? Um, No, not yet. Like I know it's not my name. Like a lot of times it'll be like I put my, everybody writes out their checks to me, my person, right? And it actually Mm -hmm. wants and its own legal entity, and it's not living your soul truth, which is my um, my website. So it's something different. Mm. I don't know what it is, though. Mm. And what would your business like you to do more of? Uh. <laughs> Hi, honey. Maybe that's why I'm pretending I can't turn into or tune into my business because I don't want to hear it. Because you want to control it. Because I want to control it, and it's because it said play. Uh huh. And I'm like, oh god, seriously? I've already been playing a lot, business. I've already been playing a lot. Stop it! I don't want to play anymore. Isn't that funny? Oh my gosh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what would it like you to do less of? Worry. Cool. Yeah. I don't even know I was worrying. Okay, see what happens when you're willing to have a conversation. I know, it's true. It may give you answers that you are surprised of and that maybe you didn't want to hear. Everywhere you won't talk to your business or body because you're afraid you don't want to hear what it has to say. Can we uncreate and destroy it? Yes. Right, yes, on good, bad, talk, us, talk, all night, what's words and beyond. Join us next week for more talk about body and business. We're not done yet. We're just barely getting started. And jump in on our Double Dog Dare Challenge, please. All right, everybody. Mm -hmm. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. Megan and Suzanne will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. Be sure to tune in for more tips on how to live in the land of and and claim your marvelous, magical life.